0: Fuck Whoa I got to record it in uh, stereo again. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my
1: goodness, John, that's a that was like a <sighs> one hundred eighty. I was here I was sitting back, relaxing, enjoying <sighs> myself, and then suddenly suddenly cussing.
0: Ugh, fucked it up again. I'm not, we're not going back, we're not gonna re-record it. It's too late, I'm too tired. It's not really that late, but I'm so tired. Okay, John, I, would, uh, I need you to give me some eyes on the this ground. Is here. ASMR. Listeners, this is ASMR Quest, I am your host, John Tyler. And I'm Ian Fox,
1: and John, you're reporting in, um, hot on this scene. Can you describe to me what's going on?
0: Um, well, Ian, I live on the East Coast, and mm-hmm. you temporarily live on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and I have slept very poorly all week, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's only about 10 o'clock, uh, normally I go to bed around midnight, so it's really not, it's not that late for me, but, um... But it's feeling late. But I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. Oh my goodness. Well, John, you know what they
1: say, when you're tired, you should do. What is that, Ian? You should sleep, John.
0: Yeah, I would love to.
1: <laughs> I have had no one's ever given you that advice before. That's so honestly, John, you know, you look at these people who suffer from insomnia and you got to ask yourself, why aren't they just going to bed earlier, John? Uh, well, that's not just, really
0: going to help. Why don't they
1: just lie down in bed? And you know what, John? If they can't fall asleep, um then they just <laughs> no.
0: just close their <laughs> no, eyes harder. <laughs> No, this is the opposite of good advice. What I'm
1: saying, John, um, so you might need to spend a lot of time in bed, right? Like if you're if you're no, still no. waking up, on him, no. But it's no. just so important that you f- you really white knuckle it. You just force no. yourself
0: to stay Ian, in bed. Stop. Okay, stop. John, this. stop giving the opposite of, of advice for insomnia. A lot of medically um, no, approved I, insomnia advice here today. Uh, I, my insomnia has not returned. Um, this is not that. I'm, I'm still. More or less insomnia free. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, it's just just been a rough week.
1: Uh, Do you want to talk about it, John?
0: I mean, no, I don't think there's not been any, like, anything particular about it apart from my sleep. Okay. My sleep has just been, it's just, I don't know, it's just been an off week for me, sleep wise. Okay.
1: But it will hopefully return back to normal pretty soon.
0: Oh, God, I hope so.
1: Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, John, it's been a thrilling week for me. Um, mm-hmm. because I've had the privilege of, um, reading, uh, once again. So we missed it. We missed it in our last, um, bye week uh, Yeah. But it's back. Well, we had, we had some big stuff to talk about then. We did have, there was a lot of enormous announcements. Um, John, it, that's right. It's, uh, it's our favorite time of the bye week or in this case, the quad-week. It's time to go over... The top ten list of top ten top ten lists.
0: Oh boy! Uh, brought I to can't us wait. by
1: special correspondent Jonathan Carr. Um, and this week, John, we're delving into a top ten top ten list provided by the New York Times. That's right. Okay. The the most reputable source of all journalism, um, the official arbiter of truth, um, the sort of gods who sculpt our reality as if it is their playthings, have provided us with a top-ten, top-ten list. Um, and Jonathan Carr doesn't like it. It made it to his top-ten, top-ten, top-ten list. But Jonathan Carr is very disdainful of the writer. Um, okay. Hashtag throwback Thursday to this little gym, gem. It was written by a, uh, in quotation marks,
0: journalist, who just really okay. liked top-ten lists. Wait, who is Jonathan Carr to be throwing shade at someone writing a top ten list? Well, I
1: was wondering about that. I was wondering, you know, do Jonathan Carr and the, the author of this top ten top ten list, um, who is Dan Coy, actually, uh, do they have any, any sort of past history that might have spoiled things uh, in the relationship between the two of them? So, I don't know, actually. Uh, my, my results were inconclusive, but I did <laughs> look up Dan Coy, and he's actually like... You know he's done some stuff. He did more than just this one um top ten top ten list in twenty thirteen okay He's written two books, including one that uh just came out this year um He's got a Twitter uh where he's got uh twelve thousand followers and his his pinned tweet, "If you don't love me at my country feedback, you don't deserve me at my meat in honey.
0: I don't understand what, what that means. Me neither. Wait, so, but, let's go, Jonathan Carr is a man who wrote a top, or who published, I don't don't know what to call it, put, assembled a top ten list of the top ten top ten list lists. Mm -hmm. And he is upset with this one man in particular for creating a top ten, top ten list list. That seems to be the case, yes. Um, That's, that's absurd. So I will
1: I think that there is some you know, I think that it is a slightly different situation here, right? In that this is a top ten, top ten list published by the New York Times, right?
0: That's
1: fair. So it's like, if you know, if he was if he was throwing shade at a BuzzFeed writer for, for this, that would be totally preposterous, right? Like, Jonathan mm-hmm. Carr, I don't know, what would he be thinking? Um, but if it's the New York Times, right, like,
0: you know... I, I see what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. That's, hmm, interesting. So what is this list? So though? this is the top ten...
1: Top 10 lists of 2013, John. Okay. Uh, and this this list was actually published uh, December 31st in 2013, so it was much more topical at the time. Um, no more, John. But we're going to start off with, <sighs> with number 10. That's okay. right, it's, it's Rob Sheffield's 10 Best Cassettes of 2013. 10
0: Best Cassettes of
1: what? A wonderfully eclectic list of music you almost certainly can't listen to. Released on the scrappy little format that refuses to die. Spoiler alert, uh it's no longer refusing, written up lovingly I, by Sheffield. I feel like it
0: had already died by then.
1: Yeah, I well I don't know. I Alright, mean, so in in this uh top ten list by Rolling Stones, they do, you know, say that there's no more like commercial releases of cassettes. But they did also make a point that it was easy to buy cassette players. And I feel like that's something that's I don't-
0: changed. I don't know that that was that was true then. Though. Uh, yeah,
1: maybe it's it's tough to say. But they were saying basically, you go into a CVS or whatever, and you'll find some sort of off-brand Walkman for sale. Really? Or you could get I don't
0: I don't I you don't, don't buy it. That's true. Yeah. No.
1: Well, it strikes me as a question that would be incredibly hard to answer. How easy was it to buy cassette players in 2013? <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like something that we can't really feasibly engage ourselves with at this moment in time.
0: Yeah, let's, let's ignore that detail. Uh-huh.
1: So assuming that you could in fact obtain a a mechanism of, of, of you know, listening uh, to these things, well, you know, what sort of sonic treats would be in store for you in the, in the old year of 2013? Um, also, the the writer of this top ten list sort of moving down from the top ten, top ten list to the top ten list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Sheffield he he makes a point about how easy it is to record a, uh, a cassette and how any band can do it. So it's sort of the common medium. I I don't, I don't agree with that. I feel like as easy as it is to record a cassette, um, it is easier to
0: record a CD.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, what
0: the fuck is he talking about? Yeah,
1: I think he's, I think Rob Sheffield, who is the writer of this top ten list, might be a little might be a little out of the times, John.
0: Yeah, like like it's super easy to record stuff digitally. Mm-hmm. He is fifty two years
1: old, so you know the the cassette was like it's. He's probably still thinks that cassettes are sort of
0: modern technology. I, I guess in in his defense, he is a writer for a music magazine, and I don't know shit about music.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, John, then you'll love um, this top ten list because I went through it to see what sort of bangers were available. You know, uh-huh. you know, did we have like our Katy Perry's or our, our Kesha's? Ooh, yeah, or the the T Swifts releasing mm-hmm. their cassettes? No, John, they they were not releasing cassettes, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, what a what a shocker! Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but coming in at number ten actually was some popular music for the time. Uh, that's right, it was the. It was the cassette "Popular Music" released by the band Popular Music. Oh wow! I could find I could not find this available online anywhere to listen to. Um, (laughs) Surprisingly enough, given us how popular it was, (laughs) Um, but apparently it is by the the same band behind "Perfect Pussy," which is a name you should remember for later. Um, And they're like sort of a punk. Pop music pep rally sounds like an 80s teen movie right before the prom massacre scene. Okay. Uh, Coming at number nine, it's Live at the Mata by Marsh Stepper. Um, And actually, that's... So if you look at our our show notes, I included a song by Marsh Stepper, so you could get sort of a sense as to what they were like. Oh, okay. Um, I'll just give you Uh, you a moment to enjoy.
0: Whoa. Did you know... YouTube had multiple uh um aspect
1: ratios. I got aspect ratios.
0: Apparently like this video is not in the standard YouTube aspect ratio. Huh. I am looking at a square right now, not a rectangle or a nearly square. Oh rectangle. shit. I mean I guess a square is a rectangle, but like I I am looking at what is practically a square. This is not a widescreen. God, format.
1: I I did not realize that, John, but you are absolutely correct. That's wild. If you hit the the um theater mode though, it stretches out a whole bunch.
0: Yeah, if well that, that makes sense. No, I'm I'm sticking with the default view. This is crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, yeah, so um So you know, I'm about a minute into this so far, um, and this is a lot of sort of ambient sounds. Does it Produce a melody at some point that nah, I should skip ahead not to, not you, or really. is this sort of what it is the just whole Just sort of day? what it is.
1: It's uh, It okay. turns out that's basically, it is um, Electro Merc Psych Trance Noise Jam with Tribal Jumps. That's exciting, you know? Uh, <laughs> next off, we've got In School by In School. And at this point in the list, I sort of stopped um, bothering to try to look up these bands, because I just figured it'd be more of the same. Um, yeah. It's Bang 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 Hardcore Seething with Feminist Punk Rage. Uh number seven, J. S. Aurelius, Music for Drinking Tea, which I actually did look up a little bit of. I, I lied before when I said I stopped trying to look them up.
0: What, was it music for drinking tea, would you say? Well, it was an ambient field recording
1: that sounds like a kitchen full of people mumbling while they drink tea. Um I couldn't actually <laughs> find this album by him, but I did find another album by him. Uh and it was it was uh Goofin' Drones. And it was basically all about like Noises that maybe drones would make. I don't know. Um, at number six, it's Deep Pills' uh, breakout hit, High Dose.
0: Um, actually, oh, they're wow. not Deep
1: Pills. I think Deep Pills is a different band, which I actually was able to find. I wasn't
0: able to find Deep Pill at
1: all. Um, but it was another. Wait, there's a
0: Deep Pill and a Deep Pills. Yep. What
1: the fuck? I mean, <laughs> okay. they could
0: be the same. I don't know.
1: This one is Deep Pill though, and I can only find something that was called Deep Pills.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but
1: it's another fine project from Ascetic House, the Enigmatic Arizona Cassette Zine Art Collective. Um that's all you really need to know. Topless Juice <laughs> Um The band released a cassette topless juice. There's a, there's really a theme in this list of uh <laughs> these being sort of uh, what do you call them? Titular tracks?
0: That's not it. Oh, um, the self-titled albums? Is that? What, or...
1: Yeah, I guess you. Yeah, you could say a self-titled album. There's another word for it that I was reaching for, but self-titled mm. album works. A Parkway Court side project from the well-named label Animal Image Search. I disagree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's talking. Uh, there's an inspirational pep talk over a loop of CCR's "Born on the Bayou." On well, this apparently. <laughs> One thing, and I just want I just want to break in here and and say one thing that I learned about a year ago is that on Spotify, which I spend a lot of time listening to, um, yeah, they have motivational speeches, really? Yeah, you can find like motivational speakers with like motivational speaker albums on Spotify.
0: Oh i'm not I'm, I'm not a fan of motivational speakers generally. Well, you probably shouldn't be. They're all con men.
1: Um, and women. They're con people. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Coming at number four, it's Yvette's Process. How do you pronounce that? Y-V-E-T-T-E.
0: Yvette.
1: Yvette? Okay. Yeah. It's tough to say for me. A suite of industrial grooves, perfect to slap on the boombox while you're doing the dishes, because it sounds like the plumbing is groaning along with the music. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Great Thunder has released "Sounds of Great Thunder." Just not
0: really, uh not really a self-titled cassette, but it's yeah. Close. I also don't know if that's like if that's music or if that's just sounds of, of Great Thunder. <laughs>
1: well, John, at this point in the list, you should be asking yourself. But no, this one actually does sound like it would be music. I didn't look it up. Uh um, oh, okay. But there's electric fuzz gospel. Uh, there's ragged what? psych folk. We got some surf punk genres. uh, Supremely bummed out pack
0: it in. Uh, And there's also some some Dylan style
1: beatnik jive.
0: The the, the author just made all these up. He just sat down and he made up every single one of these bands. Every single one of these. These are not real things. Well, John, coming at number two, it's. Uh, a oh shit, number... there is like a melodic portion of Marsh Stepper. Oh, I just nice. got to it about five and a half minutes in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right, John. Uh, number two, it's 917 471 2855. An orange mixtape mailed out to fans of Parkway Courts with the message, please share with the rest of humanity. It's an amazingly replayable, or it's amazingly replayable. Especially two semi-psychotic post-punk rants. (laughs) What? And finally, John, number one, um, you may remember them from earlier in the list. It's Perfect Pussy, I Have Lost All Desire for Feeling, an album which I actually was able to find on Spotify. Oh, wow. Yeah, Perfect Pussy. It turns out they are a major sensation.
0: Oh, I am not familiar with them. Yeah, well... They're they're actually like, you yeah,
1: know, so they their their most popular song has around four hundred and thirty-one thousand um listens. Oh, okay, and a song cool. off of this album actually has almost two hundred thousand I well, I shouldn't say album cassette. Uh this cassette has <laughs> almost two hundred thousand listens, so it, this was actually a successful cassette release in twenty fourteen. Oh, wow. Um Yeah. And not only that, John, but they, they released this not only in cassette. But also in floppy disk. That's right. For a mere $60, you can snag a 3.5 inch Maxwell disk with an 8-bit version <laughs> of this album on it. <laughs> you know, so if you, uh, if that's your thing, you can go for it. And those were the top cassettes released in 2013. So thank you to uh, Dan Coy. Uh, even, even if not everyone loves you, you know, we do. And thank you, Jonathan Carr.
0: Well. That was a, I don't that was a wild ride into, into genres. I don't, that was too much for me. (laughs) I'm, I'm generally, I'm quite open-minded, um, but there were just a lot of adjectives being thrown at me, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't handle it. Yeah, some very colorful adjectives. Um, let's take a look at some notable vids, Ian. Okay. Me and you
1: together, John. How about that? Okay. We're starting off strong um, with something which actually, uh, if I'm going to be honest, John, this kind of irritated
0: me. Uh, the this Harry Potter thing? Mm-hmm. Celebrate Harry
1: Potter's birthday with a bunch of Harry Potter ASMR, if that's your thing. Uh, and what irritated me, it wasn't the video, which I thought was, was reasonable. It was, so, so today, um, as of two days ago... <laughs> which was uh what was it the 31st 31st of july that is harry potter's birthday he turned 38 this year so you know um happy birthday harry potter i hear he's a fan of the show but i don't think he's ever written in
0: happy, ba- ha- ha- happy birthday harry i got it <laughs> you got it,
1: John. it. Uh, so the video in question is a compilation of all the ASMR moments from the Harry Potter movies
0: i don't know about all but well, certainly that poor saffron yeah yeah. Uh,
1: you know, there's i think a lot of them aren't really asmr but yeah
0: they're they're varying quality i would say mhm um, and it, it, this video is from um uh the the same channel that gave us uh the other um movie asmr videos uh fun with guru but uh, what irritated me about this
1: is, mm-hmm. first off, um, the the actual AV Club article that we're looking at is just, yes. I think, a really atrocious example of someone had to write like two or three paragraphs to tack onto this video so that they could post it to their website uh, to get ad revenue. Oh.
0: Like, yeah, I in in general, I feel like the AV Club is pretty solid in terms of like having finding and sharing interesting and kind of unique uh media and having pretty interesting takes on it Mm -hmm. but this is probably this is not their their best article this is
1: it's just you know i I think that's what it is like if this was some some no-name website i wouldn't have been irritated by it but it's the av club you know they're supposed Mm -hmm. to be better than this john they're supposed to (laughs) they're not supposed to just be giving us and you know it's it's via dig john that's how they found this. Dig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even do their own uh their own original research mm-hmm.
1: and also when I was looking up other news stories about a s m r um this video in various um media journalists journalist in quotes there, just like Dan Coy <laughs> uh, various like media outlets just did the exact same thing, right?' just like, oh, somebody released a harry potter a s m r video. People love Harry Potter. ASMR's hot right now. Uh let's just stick a couple of paragraphs on ASMR it. ASMR's so back.
0: hot right now.
1: ASMR's so hot right now, John. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Um, and you know, we're riding that wave straight to the top.
0: We um, are. But we really are riding that wave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: ASMR gets more popular, we get more popular. Mm-hmm. You but you can club? see a clear one-to-one ratio.
1: Oh, no, actually, Johnny, a, I would say it's a three-to-one ratio for every person. That, who you're right. ASMR. We're we're
0: growing faster than ASMR as a whole. I mean, it could be.
1: I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not looking at the numbers. I <laughs> well, believe it. Yep. But that's that's definitely what's happening. <laughs> Very credible person. <laughs> Um, but that's not what's notable today, John. My credibility. What's notable is Babelbrook. Care to explain?
0: Okay, Ian. Um, so uh, yeah, there's a there's a new uh, Babelbrook video from Good Night Moon. Another another part of the uh, um Babelbrook cinematic B- universe. Uh, no, yeah, uh, the the B A S M R U. The Babelbrook ASMR universe, mm. um, and that is the Nightshade Witch proposes a scheme ASMR by Goodnight Moon. Have you um, watched
1: this video, John?
0: I have, John. And the could you tell the me which huh? she the Nightshade Witch really does propose quite the scheme. Okay, it is it is a a darker theme than you might at, anticipate.
1: Okay, a, I was a darker scheme. Yeah, I was. I was trying to ask you. Um... Did the Nightshade Witch actually propose like a a sort of a scheme in this video? Because it was it was an interesting title to an ASMR video, I thought, because it it really does imply like a a strong plot direction, and that it says something will happen in this video.
0: Oh, it does, Ian. Shit, shit's getting real in the world of Babelbrook.
1: Oh my goodness. So all these videos are sort of tied together by their characters? There's sort of continuity going on
0: here? Um, I mean, also, I mean, there's always been uh, some light continuity. They, uh, they always, there's, there's been references from one video to another, but they've all been sort of loosely tied by simply existing in the same world mm-hmm. up until this point. They don't, for the most part, really tell a, uh, a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. But, uh, who knows? This, this could be, things could be changing around. Oh my
1: goodness. Because,
0: uh, because the Nightshade, which proposes a scheme, really introduces some, uh, some drama and some conflict to the world of Babelbrook.
1: Can you let us in on what this scheme entails, John?
0: Well, Ian, there may or may not be a monarch who may or may not be evil,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that may or may not relate to this scheme. Oh my goodness. Well, John, yeah, there's a lot I, of... I want to leave out a lot of details. I just want to tantalize people. All the
1: details, I would say. That that, that description, you know, in, in a strictly sort of literal sense, conveyed no information. Because all uh, statements were tautologies.
0: <laughs> that That is true. <laughs> that is That is true. I think the implication of my statements, though,
1: there were also,
0: yeah, uh, a tantalizing taste mm-hmm.
1: of what is to come. I think so. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued, John. I'm intrigued. Not intrigued you enough to be. watch this 40 minute video to understand what's <laughs> going on, but you know, maybe I'll look up the cliff notes.
0: That's a that's a good call.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. For you, yeah, Ian. looks so like a nice video. I will say, watch and enjoy. Well, yeah, it's Good Night Moon. Ian, you've. We've do... talked about her before. I know, yeah. What...
1: I'm saying I just saying okay. it. I just wanted to weigh in because I was being kind of dismissive there saying I wouldn't see. I just wanted to, you know, make sure that I okay. it, it doesn't look like a trash video or anything. Again, it, it's just no, no, it's yeah, 40 of minutes of that. ASMR.
0: It's it's Good Night Moon. It is mm-hmm. that incredible production value you've come to expect from Good Night Moon. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable.
1: Better um, than the AV Club.
0: Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh, so speaking of. Speaking of Goodnight Moon, mm-hmm. I also watched her video ASMR Summer in the Forest, speaking and music version. Um, and I'm gonna say this is just like a beautiful video. It's it's like a, a travel log, uh, or travel vlog, travel vlog, travel log,
1: like travel log.
0: Yeah, uh, but you know, with uh, a nice little sort of ASMR voiceover. Um, but it's all just like. It's very beautifully shot and edited, and uh it's got some soft music playing in the background almost as if it's coming from another room actually <laughs> um and i mean the the whole thing it just uh so i th- i think it all takes place in uh in oregon uh in a cabin and and in the woods uh and it's just like I don't know. It just has the the feeling of like some sort of like indie coming of age movie that got real popular at Sundance or something, and all the and and just like all all the like art kids are freaking out about it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just like it's fun, but it's it's really sort of nostalgia and melancholy at its core, mm-hmm. and. That's sort of how I felt about this video. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's it's very evocative.
1: It's a very evocative video. I think the idea of an ASMR travelogue or travel vlog, if that's your taste, Uh you can let us know at uh at <laughs> Twitter which one you prefer.
0: Um, ASMR underscore quest. Hmm. I think it's
1: a it's an intriguing idea, and if there's a lot of these out there, that might be something interesting to sort of focus in on in a future episode. Um, I was often wondering where these camera angles were coming from.
0: Like, there's a lot of
1: shots here that look like they would have had to be filmed by, like, a drone.
0: But I can't imagine mm -hmm. anything
1: less ASMR-inspiring than a drone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I mean, uh, there's definitely a lot of drone footage that like, yeah, I, I think I think people have sort of figured out how to capture good audio from a drone.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're uh, not like capturing. But my guess is that you know any shots if they were taken with drones, you know, you wouldn't use the audio from those shots. You you'd record audio separately.
0: Oh uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably true. that's probably what you yeah, I don't, I don't, know. I I wouldn't, it would, I it, I wouldn't put it past Goodnight Moon to have a drone. I mean, like, there's clearly so much thought and preparation put into every one of her videos, and like probably also just like a much higher budget than most any other ASMR artist mm-hmm. so
1: although we'll get to I, that a bit more later
0: um yeah, also a uh,
1: very nice camera um yeah it's just i it's just odd for me to think of like an ASMR artist going out with a drone to like go and <laughs> and make some a s m r just that mean, seems like, so incongruous to me,
0: I like the process of creating it in many cases is probably not all that like
1: Relaxing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not creating it to give themselves ASMR tingles while making the videos.
1: But, I mean, that's like, that's, but that's not true of most ASMR videos, right? Like, I think there are probably not all that many ASMR videos that involve, like, you know, in order to create those videos, involved a lot of non-sort of ASMR processes, right? I... Because so you many know, of the yeah. videos are, like, these these recordings of people performing ASMR. It's just, they're, they're like, they're often... Often you get the sense that the creation of the product is relaxing. And that's part of the aesthetic, I think.
0: I suppose. This is not a critique yeah. of his of her, of her videos. Okay. Um, I, just an observation. I suppose. But, I don't know, I feel like... Maybe, maybe you would be surprised to learn, Ian, that the Lord of the Rings was not filmed in Middle-earth. And that they used... Modern technology in the making of that film.
1: Well, yeah, and if if most ASMR videos were, you know, Lord of the Rings-style productions involved, you know, these... But, like, the suspension of disbelief that happens in ASMRs is on a very different level, right? I I suppose. Because you typically accept sort of very low production values, not in terms of, like, sound or anything, but in terms of, like, set design, right? Like, you have these very simplistic sets, and these very simplistic sets with, like you know sort of elaborate role plays associated with them
0: yeah that's that's fair there's like a little I... sweeping
1: under the rug going on usually
0: yeah okay i'll i'll, I'll accept your feelings of incongruity
1: uh-huh. but also Jen, i do want you to um take back what you said about the not filming lord of the rings in middle earth because where <laughs> else john where do you think they found all those hobbits that's a that's doesn't a make any point. sense, John. It doesn't make a lick of sense. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, got one, one short tangent. Um, okay. I saw some video from uh, Avatar, the movie. Not Avatar, The Last Airbender. Avatar, The Last James oh, okay. Cameron Avatar. Uh, I was
0: really hoping you were talking about The Last Airbender movie. <laughs>
1: no, but this was maybe more distressing, because I realized Avatar kind of looks like shit now. Oh, really? Yeah, if you look at Avatar, you're just looking, you're like, oh, oh that doesn't <laughs> look good. <laughs> and, like, Aww. what a funny thing it's going to be, right? Like, people in in film school, like, 20 years from now or whatever, they're going to have to watch Avatar, probably, because, like, you know, oh, and this was the, the biggest movie ever released in history, uh, <laughs> and everybody was just so awed by its graphics, and they're going to look at it, and they're going to say, What? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's funny, but, like, it looks bad now.
0: Oh, man.
1: Looks that's, low budget. Uh, that,
0: that's a, that's amazing.
1: And I'm really you hoping, John, I'm really hoping, because they're, you know, they're coming out with an Avatar 2 in the next 8 yeah. to like 30 years or something. I really hope Oh, man, hope and everyone's gonna
0: rewatch the first Avatar 2 to get yeah. ready for avatar too well so
1: i bet i bet one of the things they're doing is they're probably remastering the original avatar and they're going to do like some sort of double release or something because i don't think i I think at this point they couldn't stand to like have people go back and watch avatar because (laughs) so much about that movie was just look how insanely good the graphics are it's mind-blowing without that the whole movie falls apart
0: yeah that was really all that movie had going for (laughs) and it's just I oh. mean, it was, like, a fun action movie. And yeah, certainly. It was fine, but... But a fun action is yeah, not gonna
1: make you the, the, the highest grossing movie of all time.
0: Yeah, no, it really was sold on how incredibly good-looking it was.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense, right? Because, like, you know, graphics improve over time, but... Yeah, it was just... It was just really blew my mind, <laughs> looking at it.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Oh, man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what still holds up, though? What holds up, John? The greatest movie of all time, Jurassic Park. Those graphics That still really work. does, jeez, Jurassic Park. I, I've watched,
1: I guess, like, that's not yeah. nostalgia for me. I watched this movie for the first time in college. Uh, yeah. With you, actually, John. You may not remember, but...
0: <laughs> oh, I, I've, I've made a lot of people watch that yeah. movie.
1: Jeez, there's like, there's like maybe one or two moments where I'm like, oh, that's some kind of old CGI they're using or something.
0: Yeah. But like... It was, like, the first movie with CGI, and it still holds up. It, I mean, like, yeah, certainly if you're, like, looking for it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then, like, it doesn't quite work. But because they did such a good job of blending CGI with practical effects, mm-hmm. like, you can watch it now, and you're still just like, wow, this looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like it, you know, if it wasn't for, like, the grain and stuff, it could get released today, and people would be like, oh, wow, that's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well,
0: actually, I mean, it's also just not, a not, movie.
1: they'd see it, and, like, you know, they'd be like, ah, oh, but, uh, Chris Pratt's not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: what more Jeff Goldblum, though? Mm-hmm. Jeff more Goldblum's Jeff... still hot. Is. People are still really into Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Okay.
1: Sure thing, John. Uh, so, you, you speaking
0: of know. lies, John, speaking of lies... Um, <laughs> so, so we we've commended Goodnight Moon twice, but now I've got a complaint to lodge because okay. I watched her mm-hmm. video, ASMR, enjoying nature in the Berkshires, and this video is full of lies, Ian. Lies, lies John. Could you enumerate? Yes. Well, she goes to several locations in this video, and many of them are not in the Berkshires. Actually, I'm not sure if any of them are in the Berkshires. I I would have to rewatch it to to confirm. But she goes to to Turner's the the Bridge of Flowers at Turner's Falls. Mm -hmm. She goes to Smith College. She goes to the Bookmill in Montague. All places, Smith
1: College, notably in
0: Berkshire. (laughs) All oh, places geez. in the Pioneer Valley, the Connecticut River Valley. listeners, uh, these are all names of the same place: the uh, Connecticut River Valley, the Pioneer Valley, the Happy Valley. These are all of these places are in this valley, not the Berkshires. And then at the end of the video, she's at an ocean. There's no ocean at the Berkshires, <laughs> really. She should oh jeez! yeah she goes to the ocean at the end oh, the man. ocean ian
1: Uh oh, good night moon um you know you're,
0: you'll be speaking with our lawyers yeah i i i don't believe good night moon uh is from the berkshires i don't think she is she either would not put out this video full of lies mm-hmm. this was so
1: were both these travelogues released um close together
0: um, one one of them is definitely is a bit old. Uh, let's see, uh, the Berkshires one is from July twenty fourth, and the uh the other one I was talking about is from July fifth.
1: Okay, so they were pretty close together. Jeez. Yeah,
0: Maybe. I don't know who knows when they when she filmed them though. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I'm looking through the YouTube comments, John. Um, nobody seems to be bringing up
0: this issue. No one's speaking truth to power, John. <sighs> Man, somewhat... Well, we're busting this story wide open right here. You heard it first on the ASMR Quest podcast, listeners. Mm-hmm. Goodnight Moon is a liar. Also... Lies about the places she visits in her travel vlogs. It's it's almost as if she went to a bunch of cool places, mostly in Western Mass, and figured, you know, people are probably more familiar with the Berkshires than they are with the Connecticut River Valley. And but so why she, though? Like the Berkshires. She just lies. What's notable about the Berkshires? I don't, I don't know. know, I think it's like a pretty big travel destination just cuz it's got like <sighs> Maybe. It's, it's very picturesque New England. If you're not from New England already, you're like, "Oh shit, look at the Berkshires. It's very New Englandy." But whereas if you already live in New England, you're like, "Oh, it's it's more like New England. It's 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 more it's more New England."
1: Ah, speaking uh, of
0: New England though. John, oh, the Berkshires are nice. I like the Berkshires.
1: I heard a very New England story recently. Yeah. Um this was from Maine. Uh you know, one of the one of the weirder New England states, I would say. <laughs> um, it was about this guy, forget his name, doesn't really matter. Um, he just decided one day to just go into the woods, John. Okay. Just go and live in the woods. And in the woods he remained for 27 years. Oh, man. <laughs> Not talking to anyone. <laughs> just living in the woods in this one, like, uh, sort of vacation spot and um routinely stealing from sort of vacation lake houses (laughs) committing you know authorities estimate over a thousand burglaries (laughs) before he was finally caught Um, had to spend a little bit of time in jail and and then spend some time on probation
0: (laughs) i thought this was gonna be like my side of the mountain
1: Um, I I guess in some ways
0: it is, but I don't think theft is a big part of my side of the mountain.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was like a charming combination of someone going out (laughs) and like, you know, really sort of roughing, because, you know, they are living in Maine. Uh, yeah, through the winters, yeah. too, right? Like, yeah, they didn't like, have a proper house or something.
0: Maine is not necessarily the place that I would pick if I was like, I'm going to live outside year-round in the wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. There's plenty of wilderness, but, uh, yeah, you've got rough winters there.
1: Mm-hmm. So there is that sort of romantic, Walden-style, you know, returning to yeah. nature. <laughs> and there's also Another a very effect.
0: New England thing, just, you know, Walden. Yeah. Or Walden Pond. is in David New Crow. England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not too far from uh, Boston, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Walden Pond is an Eastern Mass. Mm-hmm. Do you think so, there's any like hermits living by Walden Pond today? I feel like living, uh, being a hermit at Walden Pond today would be very different <laughs> than being a hermit at Walden Pond in the 1800s. <laughs> I guess you you wander like a mile from where you're living. And you're just like, oh wow, look at all these like multi million dollar houses everywhere. Mm. I've never in the actually been suburbs to suburbs of Boston i, I d I'm not I don't believe I have either. I just based on my knowledge of generally where it is, um, there's a lot of very nice houses. Yeah. Um yeah. or not even it's not even that the houses are like exceedingly nice, it's just that they're very expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, John, they got this great view of Walden. <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course not. No, it's just, such... just like it's just there's just a lot of wealthy towns in that area.
1: Mm-hmm. And now finally, John. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna round out this list of notable vids with a video that at first disappointed <laughs> and then delighted me.
0: <laughs> what was the disappointment in?
1: Well, so so you built this video up a lot in the in the show notes, John. Now you said <laughs> by far the best ASMR comedy. Oh, I've oh seen sorry. Okay, I thought so
0: I, I I was I skipped this one. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, you. She didn't
1: really build up the the next one because yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is, um, another AV Club article, actually. I didn't bother reading the little text which is attached to it. It's just, it's just a video. Um, one thing that I guess did irritate me about this is there's no link to, like, actually go to the YouTube page for this video. Oh,
0: Ian, any embedded YouTube video has the link to the page. If you mouse over the embedded, if you mouse over the embedded video and click on the part that says YouTube in the bottom right corner, that will bring you to the actual page.
1: Oh.
0: I did not know you didn't know this all this time.
1: <laughs> well, John, how was I supposed to? Here's, okay, so here's
0: my excuse, John. Here's my excuse. Um, is that I'm the one the who time... always reads all of the information from the YouTube page?
1: Well, so that's true. Also, most of the time with the embedded, well, I don't know if it is most of the time, it seems like a lot of the time with the embedded videos, when you mouse over them, a, a little title will come down from the top, which gives you, like, you know, a link to the uh, the actual video. Hmm. This is one of the few cases, and I've noticed a few of them before, where they didn't have this, but in all of those cases, there's always a link in the um, text somewhere. Uh huh. Yeah, so that's true. I've just never been in this situation before where <laughs> there's no choice but to to click on this YouTube. It makes a lot of sense, now that I think about it. Um... I'm not going to apologize to the AV club. They should still include a link in (laughs) their description. Uh, Okay, I do feel, I do feel, you know, like I've I've received some amount of comeuppance. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so this is ASMR Bank Robbery, published by Rhino Stew, a video collective, who I think we've talked about before. I don't think so. I don't know. uh, Their name is familiar to me for whatever reason.
0: Well, uh... I mean, it's similar to the people who did the, um, uh, documentary we watched where they went to India in the second part.
1: That very bit. well might have been it.
0: Um, yeah, but they're different. I forgot their name, but it's not rhino stew. Yeah, they're,
1: they're rhino soup.
0: Not nearly as thick. <laughs> no, it's not a rhino. It's like a rooster teeth. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's not a rooster teeth. I don't know. Rooster teeth.
1: Okay. Uh, so rooster teeth were, were, they were the people that did the video
0: that we, Yeah, yes, yes. We watched,
1: yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So you you built this up as the greatest comedy in all of ASMR.
0: It is. It is the best ASMR comedy video I've ever seen.
1: I think it I think it might be as well. Um but you know, like a minute and 30 seconds into it, not much had happened. It's just so well, much- that's, I think
0: what part of what's so great about it is that it starts off and you totally believe it. You can totally buy into it at the beginning. Mhm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Or it just seems like a normal ASMR video. Maybe they're going to do a fun little roleplay. Then she walks out to this van, and, and this is what I was getting at before when I was saying, you know, the you know was is Goodnight New Moon the highest budget ASMR video producer? Because mm. I was blown away by how expensive this video must have been to make.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, this is not cheap. So This, this... is probably more expensive than anything Goodnight Moon has ever done. Yeah. But uh but it's also I don't know that it really counts cuz it's not an actual an ASMR channel.
1: Mhm. I don't really know what they do, but they don't have like all that many subscribers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Uh we we should can, get get back to the video. Mm-hmm. I guess or, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a they go and they commit a bank robbery. Uh but all in an ASMR style. But it is it's like really well done. Like they've got like multiple locations they use uh they've got like, real sets i think i don't know yeah. very good green screening i no, i think this i think the bank is a real set yeah um which is like, got, how, like how much does it cost to rent a bank set I, I don't know yeah they've got like multiple uh actors in it they've got like they've got guns they've got gunfire effects it, it's wild yeah, it's, it's they got, very good
1: they got it all um it's also you know it is a pretty funny video so the the, the general conceit is that everyone is acting as if um or they're, they're basically acting like asm artists where, yeah you know, they'll handle things they're whispering um but many of the sound effects are not uh Sort of conducive yeah, they're, they're to an ASMR experience. Yeah, there's definitely some loud noises in it. <laughs> there are some gunshots, uh there yeah. are some bank alarms, uh there are some police sirens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess the general conceit is that it is a is that it is not it is that it is ASMR, but it is also not a role play. Like I think it, the idea is that it is an actual bank robbery. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, but also all all the people in the
0: bank—not
1: only the people who are robbing the bank, but also the people in the bank—are yeah, they're also having
0: ASMR reactions.
1: Yeah, so it's a a pretty good good. video. It had a great build to it. Um, Strongly recommend everybody go and check them out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I don't think Rhinos has done any ASMR stuff before, right? Um, I don't believe so. I, I, I didn't really investigate their other stuff too closely. Yeah, they've got a series called
1: "Too Kawaii for Comfort," a painfully relatable series about a bad trip to an anime convention. Um, you know, maybe, maybe check that out as well. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it could be good.
1: It could be good. And then finally, John. Finally, we've got you know what I think is the greatest ASMR video of all time. <laughs> uh, this is um from Vimeo, not on YouTube, John.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised you I hadn't we'd... seen this one before.
1: Oh, John, where would I have seen this one before?
0: I don't I I had definitely encountered it at some point, but I don't recall where.
1: Yeah, this is High Stranger by Kirsten the Poor. It's got 2.5 million views. You know, so yeah, I should probably have seen it. It's pretty big. Um, but, you know, basically it's a little, uh, it's a little claymation <laughs> of a, f- a lad <laughs> who's happy to let me look at his butt. <laughs> yep. And then he shows me a tree, and then things get kind of weird. They get weird, Ian? Well, John... Yeah, I don't know. It's a...
0: I feel like this entire video is weird, but it's it's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's a weird, endearing
1: claymation. Whenever I see something that's claymation, (laughs) I always feel a little uncomfortable about watching it. Just because I know, like, how much effort it must have been to produce this. Mm. the um, sheer amount of time and oh my god yeah that went into creating uh this sort of asmr goof video it looks like it paid off for, for kirsten lapore with these 2.5 million views but i don't know it's just it's weird <laughs> so yeah those are those are all
0: the notable vids uh from this bye week john yeah yeah, there were quite a few of them. A lot of notable vids to talk about. Mm-hmm.
1: But John, as much as there were exciting notable vids, there's even more exciting news, John. Oh boy, I've got I've got what might well be the biggest piece of ASMR journalism to have come out <laughs> in the past bi-week period. Um, this is coming in breaking from. Oh god, I can't even read the title because it's giving me a cookie warning. From <laughs> Sissyon PR Newswire, discovering new relaxation ideas through ASMR and potentially making them cheaper thanks to FEBC. That's right, John. Financial Education Benefits Center, FEBC, a membership benefits company, uh, is offering discounts on a variety of goods and services which may be featured on ASMR videos, including groceries. <laughs> alternative medicine and other everyday savings <laughs> um, i don't know what this is so i found this i found this on uh, google news you, know, you go to google news you look at is this is one of the top results yep <laughs> and it's so it's an ad it's sponsored it's, content by febc
0: it's a very very poorly disguised
1: ad is it disguised i guess that's the question i don't know it's it's just not it's clear to me what to this is so the, the the this article is basically saying so asmr is a thing yep. uh, in, in asmr you
0: you watch people do things which
1: might be relaxing
0: yep they you might be new things to you maybe you haven't considered doing these things before maybe it's from another culture Mm -hmm. maybe you think oh that looks fun i'll try that thing that i saw in an asmr video
1: and if you're a member of febc they may (laughs) be able to give you a discount on some of
0: those (laughs) uh... (laughs) (laughs) it's a very it's very weird too because there there's there are three paragraphs to this article and basically every single paragraph is like spends a couple of sentences describing ASMR videos and talking about how, like, sort of what ASMR is, what sorts of things might be featured in ASMR, and then saying, like, oh, FEBC might have... Been, like, might have... Uh... But it doesn't say, like, it definitively does. Usually, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it might have... We might have... have discounts on this thing. But, like, all three paragraphs basically just cover the same material. Like, they just repeat themselves three times. I just... i got to wonder... Who wrote
1: this? In what state of mind were they when they wrote this? Like, if I could, if I... Here's the thing, John. You know, we, we often talk about how we'd like to interview people for this show. This might be now my number one get. The person who wrote this piece of sponsored content for FEBC, just what were they thinking? Yeah. It's a possibility. I, I, I do
0: want to read some quotes from this article. Okay. We've all seen something in a video and thought, oh, I'm going to try that at some point. Different videos click with individuals and give them a chance to start working towards something that they may never have thought of on their own, said Jennifer Martinez, manager at FEBC. Um, just, That's in the second uh, paragraph. And then uh, another um, quote uh, from the third paragraph that I think really brings everything together. Uh, new experiences keep life interesting, and we at FEBC encourage people to live their, dis- to live their life discovering new ways to keep them happy and healthy, said Martinez. That's why we do our best to provide useful and relevant discounts to our members. <laughs> like, it's all just, it's all so vague. Like, they're, this, and they're just like, these they're quotes. They're so loosely connecting ASMR with what they do. These quotes,
1: John, I virtually guarantee it. Are scattered across a dozen, um, pieces of, <laughs> like, you know, sponsored content that's just trying to cash in on different trends.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, there's a, like, there's probably they're on an on article Fortnite. about slime. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're on an article about Fortnite. They're on an article about fidget spinners. They're on an article about Doritos, Mountain Dew, whatever, whatever the kids think is cool these days skateboarding oh uh, actually i want to i want to talk Captain about the planet John. the thundercats Ian. the thundercats um, all thundercats. of these cards <laughs> have been applied to all these things thundercat great basis uh, that's the that's the asmr news I think. <laughs> well um i think we, we've covered a lot of great asmr topics this week mm-hmm. um so, uh, thank you once again, listeners, for joining us. <laughs> John, um, this is... Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez, a little uh, behind man, the scenes. He... A little
1: behind the scenes, John. I agree with you uh, that it's probably not a bad idea to wrap things up here. But this, we were going to talk about, as our main quest, uh, the Makeup Part 2 tutorials.
0: Yeah, this is a cursed main quest. We've tried, like, three or four times now to do it, and we've run out of time every time. Well, so this
1: is the fourth time. The first time out of those four, though, uh, it was... It was when we did the Makeup makeup Part
0: one Yeah. Uh, But still...
1: (laughs) Well, hold on, though, John. Hold on. We don't need to completely abandon the main quest. I do have a... an ASMR makeup riddle for you. Uh, Yeah, and I think we need to completely abandon the main quest. I need to go to bed. (laughs) Okay, John, well, hold on. Just ponder this riddle, and we'll see. Okay. Okay, so here's the riddle, John. What kind of makeup is a ghost's favorite to wear?
0: Uh, What kind of makeup is a ghost's favorite to wear? Is there... Is the emphasis on how you said makeup significant?
1: Well, it's significant in that they they spelt makeup as two separate words. Um, but other than that, no, it, it doesn't relate to the answer.
0: Okay. Sort of makeup is a ghost's favorite to wear. I I uh, just tell me
1: mascara. <laughs> so lame
0: <laughs> Oh man, I, I really thought there was gonna be something better than that. Oh that was... no,
1: absolutely not. But what I will say was delightful <laughs> about this. So I went to riddles.com for this. This is riddles.com slash three one four one, the three thousand one hundred and forty first riddle. Um there are comments on this, and most of the comments are just people saying like ha ha ha. And one person <laughs> says, Nice one, he he he. <laughs> just, I don't know, I just don't agree. I don't agree with that comment section. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some makeup ASMR for you.
0: We'll, we'll get to it eventually. The curse will be broken. we well, listeners, we'll listeners, thank you for joining us for another episode of ASMR Quest. For a sleepy episode of ASMR Quest. You can find us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. And you can follow our individual Twitter accounts. I am at Johninator and Ian is at the real Judy D with underscores between all of those. Mm-hmm. You can email us at ASMR questing at com, And please leave us a five star reading review on iTunes and or a max rating and review on any other podcast services or apps you like to use. And if you do leave us a review on any of those, let us know so we can read it on the show.
1: And know what they are. I don't know of a single service that you can rate podcasts on other than iTunes.
0: Wow, Ian. Um, and don't forget to, to recommend the show to a friend. Help spread the word. And a family member. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, I, you need to carry the energy through the end here. Yeah,
1: you're right. I'm sorry I let you down there, John. So thank you for listening, everyone. And please remember to stay tingly.